Okay, so the Siva Osher Perik Base. So the Gemara in Shabbos, Dafchav Hey Amud Base, brings four opinions of Tanoim as to Ezehu Asher, who is a rich man. Some of these are more famous than others. Some of these Terutsim. I just want to say all four of them and then we'll discuss them. So we have Rabbi Meir is the first answer. He says, He's, He is happy. Uh, he has tranquility of spirit from his, from his riches. So Rabbi Meir is saying that if the person has nachas ruach, he has a pleasantness from his money, then he's called an ashir. Second opinion, Rabbi Tarfanoimer, kol sheyesh lo mea kromim, if he has a hundred vineyards, umea sados and a hundred fields, umea avodim, show them, each one of them has a hundred servants, toiling in each one of his vineyards and each one of his fields. How many is that? What? 20,000 servants working over his 100 vineyards and 100 fields. It's Rabbi Tarfan. Rabbi Akiva says, He has a wife who is good in her actions. Some girsas have she's tsanua. She's modest in her actions. Rabbi Akiva, and finally Rabbi Yossi says, he has a bathroom not far from his table. It's an interesting one, has to be understood, of course. Okay, so, so first of all, first of all, notice obviously that we bring four opinions. Somehow, we know that the Maral says, the Ramchal as well, the Go and others, that in all these matters, it's all Elu Ve'elu Kim Kaim. They're all true, and they're all giving a different perspective. So what are these four facets of being rich, of wealth? Number one. Number two, notice something interesting. They are not being listed in chronological order. Anyone know what is the what is out of order over here chronologically? Good. As well as the Rabbi Yossi. I mean, both Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Meir Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. That's one. And Rabbi Tarfa was actually older than Rabbi Akiva. Right. So, but uh, they, you know, I mean, they were they were they. they they were uh, contemporaries, but, but certainly to put Rabbi Meir in front of Rabbi Akiva is a glaring, it's a glaring uh, misplacement. Yeah? So, so the morale explains to us that what we're talking about over here is four aspects of being rich and we're working our way up. Each one says it's not enough that you have to have you have to have even something more. Let's see what those are. So Rabbi Meir says that the person 
is happy for slash tranquility from his wealth. And that is very much consistent with everything we said last week, that an usher is someone who is not lacking, someone who uh, has from Hashem everything. Like Yaakov said to Asaph, right? Asaph says, Yeshli Rav, I have lots of stuff. And Yaakov says back then, no, no, you keep the matanos. Yeshli Kol, I have everything. Now, if Asaph has a lot, how can Yaakov have everything? You can't have everything if someone else has anything, right? So rather, that's, that's what we were saying last week, that Yaakov has everything means he has everything that he needs. He has, you know, you're going on a, on, on, a, on, a, on a certain mission, on a certain, setting out for a certain uh, job, you say, okay, I have everything. For this, I have what I need. I mean, once you have a definition of what is it is that is necessary, then you can have everything. And for Yaakov, no matter where he is, no matter what situation he's in, and that's what Rabbi Mayer is saying, however much you have, if you can be, manage to be happy with that, it means you have everything. That's the, I think a lot of people mention this concept when they talk about um, wealth, right? Uh, so who is an usher? Asameh uh, right? That, that's, uh, that's, the, that's this concept. But notice the Rabbi Tarvin says, no, 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 that's, that, that's not going to give us the full definition of an usher. Not enough. Why? The mayor says he has a hundred vineyards and a hundred fields with a hundred workers. What? Rabbi Tarfan. Yeah, I spoke. Thank you. Um, okay. Rabor, what's this concept of a hundred when it comes to wealth? I'll give you a hint. That's what Pasha told us. Yitzhak Avinu brought in Meya Sha'arim. Right? He Yitzhak planted field and he brought in a hundredfold. And he became Gadol Vayigdal Ad that he was Gadol Me'ol. He was exceedingly rich. Rashi there explains what does it mean that he was exceedingly rich? Is he was so rich that he wasn't just rich, but that he became a source for wealth. The people preferred the manure of his mules over other people, over, over Avimelech's gold and silver. Which means, he, the, the, the Osher, and this is now we're starting to touch on Osher. Osher has to do with Bracha. Bracha is a language of doubling, multiplicity. The thing increases. So, um, when it comes to material possessions, whether it be number of mules you have, or number of you know, how many bags of grain you have, or whatever it is, if you have a rebuy of them, if you have a multiplicity of them, that that is a demonstration of bracha. 
Now, of course, Rabbi Meir is right that ultimately everything we have is a form of a bracha that's coming down to us. As long as we recognize it as such, we feel full. We're we're But it says Rabbi Tarfan that you can be something higher. You can be first of all where in a physical way that's actually manifest that that the bracha resides more with you than other people, primarily with you, to the point that you have all these things. And even more so, the concept of a hundred specifically, just like with Yitzchak having the Mea Sha'arim, Rabbi Tarifan saying the hundred vineyards and the hundred fields with a hundred servants on each one, is a hundred as a concept of how many brachas do we make per day? hundred brachas, hopefully. Try to make a hundred brachas per day. That's why in Shabbos, when we startled to make some more extra brachas, so that we get a hundred brachas. Why? Because you're uh, tapping into this concept of Yitzhak Avinu of, a, of becoming uh, a makor of bracha, a source for bracha. To the point that what person, let me ask you a question, what person could possibly eat the food produced by a hundred fields and a hundred vineyards? Being the world's fattest man, you know, the, the guy that eat win, not, not the guy that wins the hot dog eating contest, he can eat like, how many hot dogs can he eat? Like 50 hot dogs in a minute or something like this, right? But even him, he could never come close to eating the produce of a hundred vineyards and a hundred fields. So what is this person then, what is the, what is the purpose of having a hundred fields and a hundred vineyards? Exactly. To provide for others. Provide for others. Provide for others. Right? In other words, you become a makor habracha. You become a source for bracha. Not just that you have what you need, like with Rebbe Mayer. By the way, it's an awesome Maritz um, Chius um, on his Gemara. says each one of these Tanoim is explaining his own life. Each one speaking with Shitoso. So Rebbe Mayer was a lavlar. He was a cipher, a very good cipher. So he would write only just a little bit, you write a mezuzah or two, or whatever, however much it took, that he would make three coins, and those three coins, he would use one for his food, one for his clothing, and one to be able to pay to get it to the base midrash. For the, you got, you got to, somebody got to pay for the lights, right? So, so Rabbi Meir was, he had nakasuch, he, he had this amount of wealth and he was extremely happy with it. If a person doesn't have Nakas Ruach from his wealth, what does he do? I want more, I want more, I want more. Like we spoke about last week, right? Rabbi Meir said, okay, perfect, I made three coins. Time to go to learn. That's Rabbi Meir. He had everything he needed, so he's rich. Rabbi Tarfan, can you do it? Rabbi Tarfan was Taka and Asher, he had a lot of money. Rameer was not sure, but people don't know that he was not sure. Rabbi Tarvin, people know he was an usher because he, he gave tremendous amounts of money towards Sudaka. 
So, so he is describing his own situation. He's actually a, a, a source of bracha. Not only he has enough for himself, I assure you Rabbi Tarfan wasn't sitting there swallowing steaks uh, on a regular weekday. Yeah? But, but he had all these vineyards, all these fields to be mefarnes de'anim, to, to, to provide for other people. Next comes Rabbi Akiva. About the, the servants are necessary to work the fields and the vineyards. What, are you going to do it yourself? Isn't that obvious? Why do they, why do they mention? Why do they mention? So the truth is, you're, you're asking you're asking a very good question. You're asking a very good question. Uh, what's it called? I need some peanuts over here. The peanut gallery. Okay. Um, Richard is asking, why do we need to mention the servants? Meaning, of course, if I have a hundred fields and I have a hundred vineyards, the assumption is that one man is not servicing his, his you know, all, all, all these fields. Well, the servants are working the fields. But the servants, oh, so, so, so it would be a call, right? It'd be, it'd be, that, that type of a wealth is is not good, right? Yeah. Having so, having a very so successful. Su- what? So Right, right. Um, so the, the truth is, there's a lot a lot more to be said. There's there's a very hush of a gone over here uh, that that that. Says that really, Rabbi is talking about deeper things. But let, let's just say it for now that the point is that if he has a full. You can have a field, but you don't have enough. The field is not producing at its maximum capacity, right? If you have a hundred workers, it's key. I mean, I say to you, you have a hundred workers. I'm trying to convey to you that the field is fully, fully taken care of. It's it, it, it's. It's, uh, you know, you can have a, a factory that's operating at uh, like half capacity or whatever it is, right? Saying it's, it's operating at full capacity. So a hundred of a hundred is, uh, is that's the Makora Brock. Okay. That's, that's a Rabbi Tarvin. So again, it's a Rabbi Tarvin. only one servant. No, no, no. Not one, not a hundred servants all in all. Okay, so it's yeah. like hundred for each. Yeah. We even did the math for you. Of uh, what? Twenty thousand. Well, you have a hundred vineyards and you have a hundred fields, and each one has a hundred workers on it. Oh. We should we should we should we should get we should get somebody that like deals with mortgages and things. Someone that can is good with math. So how, what, how? Yeah, here. Okay. How? Say again, Israel. It doesn't sound like it's a hundred each of them. Oh yeah? I, 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 don't, I don't see the, I don't hear the mushmos one way or another, but I think 
I think the svara is, if you tell me you only have one worker per field, then that would be like a, on the contrary, it's, it's, it's that would, that's like a reus. Okay. Um, next, Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Akiva, Kiyadua, was a usher. Even when he barely had what to eat, he was an usher. Why? Because he had an Asia style. He had Rachel, right, Big Sadekis. And now, uh, th- th- so he's saying that's his wealth. Now, but okay, very nice, good, very precious. She's the very. But in what way does that mean a shirus? So the morale says, Rabbi Kiva is coming to say more than Rabbi Tarfan. Why? Rabbi Tarfan is talking about objects, things, kinyon, things that you acquire, physical possessions. But there's a possession, there's a kinyon that you can make that's a more fundamental kinyon than kinyon of Avodim and kinyon of Sodus and kinyon of Kromim. And that's a Aisha Niknes Bishalish Drach, the kinyon of a, of, a, of a woman, right? Kiyikach Ish, Isha. Yikach is the lotion of, 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 of Lakicha, of kinyon. Yeah? So it's also a kinyon. It's also a kinyon. But it's a, but it's a higher madrega of kinyon. Because at the end of the day, the the the, the other things are, the, uh, you know, they're, they're not they're not something that is so close to it that it changes a person's life in such in such a fundamental way. Uh, okay, so you have fields. Okay, so you have money. What are you gonna do with this money? You know, it's, uh, what are you gonna do with all the, all these things? So. That's, that's another thing that uh, that's just that's just to show you there's a part of Kinyanum. Just like you shouldn't be jealous over his house, you shouldn't be jealous over his donkey, over his over his Kinyanum. A woman's included in there as well because it's 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 a, it's a it's a type of of a Kinyan of his. It means to say she's acquired him, she becomes one with him. But the becoming of one is a much more fundamental one. It means. Uh, when it comes to my properties, I can give it as a gift to you. I can give you a matanas al nasla hagzir. I can lend it to you. You give it back to me. After. A woman becomes part of the person. Ishtu kagufo. She becomes a part of the person himself. Ishtu kagufo. That's a kinyan that is that is a a, a more beetsim kinyan. It, it's it's a kinyan that's with you. In a in a way that's not separate, even kedua, that even should level, a person is together with his wife in Olam Avot. Sorry to break it to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just joking. But it says Avram Avinu is lying, you know, in embrace with with, with Sarah Main, right? So it's it's a it's a Kenyan. Okay. Um, and now, okay, and now Rabbi Yossi. So Ryoshi says very strange, very cryptic statement. Uh, having a basic say next to your next to your shulchan, what, what kind of thing is that? So 
So the Maharal really opens our eyes. There's Gimor and Brachas. Gimor and Brachas, that Nunzayin Amadbeis says that there's a certain Tashmish, a certain interaction that a person has with something that is that is one sixtieth of all of Habal. And what is that? That's using the bathroom. Tashmish Nekavim, when you get relief. Person has relief, one sixtieth of, of all of Habal. What? Only men only? Why? Only men what? Okay, so what's the concept? The concept is the thing that is so difficult about this world is the fact that our neshama is tied up with a body that is so coarse and so physical to the point to the point that it's filled with excrement I mean, if, if you think about that concept of that, that's that's by the way why there's a mitzvah in the morning before before going to Davin Shachris to try to use the bathroom yeah. how can you if you have a bag, you walk into the king and you're holding a bag in your hand. And he says, Hey, what's in that bag? <laughs> oh, a bunch of excrement. Right? What do you think what do you think the king's gonna do to you? Right? So what if you're that bag? Right? So when a person is able to relieve himself to push out that excrement. That's one sixtieth of all my ball where the goof, where the body that we have is going to be mezuchach, is, is purified. Where the body becomes a pure vessel for the neshama. And, 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 allow, and, now, and the neshama is allowed, is able to fully connect with the spiritual realms, the spiritual world. As long as here, it's stuck inside of this filthy vessel. So... So what's now? What's the Kenyan? Good, but we said, rich being an usher is the person. He has a Kenyan. He has possessions that he's showing. He's whole with those possessions. Rabbi Meir was whole with his three coins. Rabbi Tarpa was whole with the fact that he was a he was a, a, a makora bracha. He was able to provide tzedakah for for all those anim. Rabbi Akiva was, had made a Kenyan where he became even more shalim. He made, he made a Kenyan on the Aishas Chayel. Ish to kagufo, he mamish kagufo, but not gufo mamish. Ish to kagufo. Rabbi Akiva had ish to kagufo, which was which is a very big king. But here Rabbi Yossi says no, your goof itself. If your goof itself becomes, your body itself becomes pure, becomes mezuchah, that's the biggest kinyin your neshama can make in this world. And of course, he's using the bathroom as an analogy. 
the Das Tavuna says, the entire Iker accomplishment, the main heart of the accomplishment of a Nishama in this world is the Zichu Chaguf, is the extent to which it purifies the body that it possesses. That's your job. <coughs> your job in this world is to be Mezaki that goof. And to the extent that a person does that, again, a woman, theoretically, a person could be separated from his wife. Who knows? Maybe she could die. Maybe, maybe they could be separated. Maybe there could be a safer crisis. They could be cut apart. But, but the goof and the, and the neshama are, are mamish one. So, and, th- and that's uh, that's uh, the, uh, so the ability to acquire all of my ball for your goof to elevate your goof to a state of also even your goof is shalik. Usually, a person himself is happy, but his body is has all this filth to it. But Rabbi Yossi says, when your body is shalim, then 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 you're shalim. Okay, those are the four levels of ashirus, ashirus when it comes to my money, ashirus when it comes to other people's money. That's Rabbi Tarfon. Ashirus when it comes to an ashes chayel acquiring my uh, an ishto. And Ashirus in the goof, acquiring my body, making my body my possession, that my body is in my control and under my dominion and is purified and doing what, I'm, what, what, what I need for it to do. <coughs> Those are the four madragas of Ashirus. Next, any questions? Okay, we're not talking about. No, it. We're not talking. We're not talking about. Uh, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, Kabbalah says, "Samochah Shulchanoi." But also say that it's the horror of its own. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 all that. We don't need to. Let's say alechus. We, we, we speak simply. With the, with yeah. the, with the being happy with what you have. Just in general, right? that's being a rich person. But in the situations where Hashem provides you with a lacking to overcome, what, like, what, how do you, like... Tamashma, it's not lacking. Where you are now. Maybe tomorrow you're supposed to have it, but right now, where you are right now, you're not supposed to have it. Okay, so it's basically a downshift. Okay, so right now I have, I have, I'm in this position right now. Okay. That's what we spoke about last week. Okay. Okay, Raboy Sai. Gemora in Sota. Yeah, that's what we spoke about last week. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Says the Gemora. I don't know if I'm going to read the entire Gemora. It's a. Gemora says, what's the deal with. The, if you look at a Sota, a wayward woman. So what's the story? She's married to someone. She's married to... And obviously she sets her eye on someone else. So what? And so she's married to a man. Let's say maybe he's not uh, everything that she hoped for. 
They're... Yeah, he failed the NBA. What? They failed the NBA star. He failed the NBA. Now she sees a successful NBA star, right? Whatever or whatever else, right? She sees the other guy, and she sets her eye on him. So what ends up happening to her? Not only that she ends up uh, not getting the other thing, she can't marry the other person in the end, but she even cannot stay with her first husband. So, so the, the Gemara says that you see what happens. She put her eye on someone who's not fit for her. She has a husband. What she wants is not given to her. She's ushered to him. And that which she already had is taken from her. Now this principle, Gemara shows, actually applies tremendously. We see it apply across the board. Anyone who puts his eye on something that's not his, the way the thing that he wants is not given to him, and not only that, but the thing that he had already is taken from him. The serpent set his eye on Chava. He wanted Chava. He had a whole plan. He's going to get Adam to divorce Chava. In the end, what happened? Not only he didn't get Chava, but Hashem made a hatred between women and snakes. If you ever saw a woman around a snake, huh? they climb up a palm tree in three seconds flat, right? So they hate snakes, and they're always, what are they always telling their husbands to do? Kill that snake, right? So that is a, that's the, literally the opposite of what the serpent sought to accomplish. Um, he sought to become, to take over from Adam. He was, as I'll tell us, that the Nachash used to have legs, he used to walk, used to walk upright, right? So he sought to usurp the place of Adam. Instead, what? He lost his legs, he has to crawl around his belly. Um, skip a little bit. So do we see with everyone else. Kain thought he wanted to be the main one. He wanted to, that Hashem should prefer his sacrifice, the sacrifice of heaven. Right? What ended up happening? That he's a. Uh, Nod, he was sent away from Hashem, from the presence of Hashem, right? Korach didn't like his position. He's only the uh, one of the top levim. That's not, not, he wanted to be the Nasi, not good enough, right? Placed his eye on the Nasi's. So what ended up happening? He lost everything. He lost his entire Olam Azeh, Olam Bilam, Dog and Achitofel, Gehazi, Avshalom. Avshalom was uh, the, son of, the beloved son of David Amalek. 
right? It wasn't good enough to be a prince, he wanted to be the king. So in the end, he was hung by his hair. Right? So to anyone that sets his eyes on things that's not right for him, not only doesn't get that thing, but he loses the thing that he had. What's the concept over here? Well, let's just, in this, I mean, in the, a lot of these cases, the, the thing was forbidden to him, meaning it's somebody else's wife, it's somebody else's position, you know, it's, it's it, 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 you're trying to come in and, you know, kind of undercut the guy or, you know, somehow, somehow get something that really should be somebody else's. Haman was the top honcho, and he wanted to destroy the entire Jewish people and to be and to be the king, right? He wanted, in fact, the the the, the, the crown also, right? In many ways, right? He was insatiable. This insatiable appetite actually causes the person's downfall, right? So, so the moral explains why. So, two concepts. One one. Uh, the concept is sorry. Sorry, uh, one concept. When, when a person when a person wants, sets his eye on something else, he's he's necessarily leaving the the place of where he's currently is. He's saying. This thing that I have is not for me. When the soldier says, I want that man, right? To, she, she's saying that I don't want my husband. But I mean, she might want both, but, but you can't have both, right? So the point is when you overreach, not only you lose the other thing, but you've already left. I mean, if we think conceptually, we live, we're, a person's in boxes. If you're in this box, you're here, you're successful, you're present, you're, 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 and you're invested in this box, right? Let's say a person has a job. It's a good job, but he wants the other thing. He starts going for that thing, meantime he's neglecting this thing, right? He's left, he's departed with his mind, with his heart, with his mazel. He leaves this venture. And now he's jumps up for that high rung and he misses right he's gonna fall that's that's ties back to what we what we started the siva osher with that a person shouldn't overreach a person shouldn't go for things that are beyond what's in front of him when it comes to osher because if it's if it's beyond you right now then you you don't currently have the vessels to accept it to deal with it and this overreach it's not just a you're gonna fail in that overreach but in the meantime the Gemara is telling us that you're actually departing from where you are person is going to lose what he has as well. Okay.
for the for the final source for tonight. So we're talking about obviously one of the psukim where the Torah discusses Osher wealth is that the tribes of Ruvain and God had a tremendous amount of cattle, flocks, herds, right? So, so over there, the Gemara says a very cryptic. The Gemara, the Midrash, says a very cryptic statement. It says there are four gifts in the entire world. There are four gifts. And if a, a person merits in any one of them, he gets the chemda, he gets the pleasantness of the entire world. Three gifts. I said four just now? Uh, I, okay, I misspoke. I'm, thank you for the correction. I meant to say three. Well, then you get the world, so it's four. But so the three gifts give you all the joy in the world if you get any one of them now what's the obvious cash on this what's the obvious difficulty with this what which one do you have which one can you no but what's difficult about this statement if i tell you no there are three things what right and if you're telling me that the other two somehow have all this good stuff with them, right? So if you only have one, how can you tell me you have all the good in the world? No, no, no I, I understand. But here we're saying, if a person is one of three things, Chochma, Ashirus, and Gibor, strong, right? So smart, Strong and rich. So if you have any one of those three, you got all the all the best good thing in the world. Everything. You have everything. All the goodness in the world. Yeah. How? Yeah, and then also Guru, really? I, I'd like to see how you know uh, how uh, what's his name? You know, some some uh, skinny little. A little very smart guy can become a keyboard. Uh-huh. 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 talking about physical strength. We'll see later. He brings over here the. Okay, and how's the keyboard? How's the keyboard going to become a a chacham? Anybody who knows sell, as long as you have the courage. As long as what? He has the courage to sell, he'll make money. He'll nuke everything. How does a keyboard become a chacham? With the right skill and mind, one can learn. What? The guy, he's not smart. What do you want from the guy? Big and strong, he's not smart. What do you want? Got it. Okay. We're not saying you have all three. We're saying if you have one. No, not that you have all three of those. You have all the. All the chemda in the world. Yeah, chemda Saul. Not the other, the other two. 
You don't have the other two. Stop trying to cheat. You only have one of the three. So you have one of the three, you're now in the club. These are just requirements to get into Hogwarts. As soon as you have one of them, you get the family. Okay, so it's going in the right direction. In other words, what we're saying is that the three of them are handles to the same thing. There's an, uh, imagine like there's a, there's, there's a ball, right? And it's three handles. If you can grab any one of those three handles, you got, you got the ball, right? You can swing the ball. Doesn't make a difference which handle you grab. Well, let, me just, let me just flush out the idea. Just, just in the beginning of it. Um, so, that's number one. Okay, so, so, so now, what, another thing to notice is that there's only three gifts, specifically three. Chachma, Chacham, Gibor, and Asher. Those are the three. Why is there only three? Lots of, isn't there lots of different good things that a person could potentially, potentially get, could potentially have? So we have to see how these three, in what way, it's like three primary colors, right? So all colors are made from, uh, but, so what is it, in what way are these three primary, right? That's what we're saying. We're saying, in other words, these three are somehow primary. So the question is going to be, how are these three primary? Okay. I'm sure you do. Again, the rule is, Shlomo, the rule is, first morale gets a crackhead, okay? That's... That was the rule we had back with the with the with the Vilna Gold. First, first we give the rabbi a chance. Okay, so um, so 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 there's for some reason there's these three are the primary gifts, right? Somehow they're the, they're the okay. And there's specifically three. Now the moment if you ever learn morale, the moment you hear three, right, hopefully right away you're picking up on that the three is speak to three aspects of. Goof, your body, you have, you have your, your emotions, and you have your seichel, intellect, yeah? physical, spiritual up on top, and something in between, emotions is somewhere in between physical and spiritual, spiritual and intellectual is the same thing, okay, so Chacham is someone who has mastery over over the spiritual, over the abstract, okay. And Ashir is someone who has mastery in the physical world. He has he has physical stuff. I mean, what's a, what's an, uh, an Ashir is someone who has like Rabbi Tarfan's case. He has a lot of things. He's made tinyanim. These things uh, belong to him. Physical things. And a gibor is someone who who has emotional energy like uh, you know the ability to stand up against a hard a gibor it, it can also has to do with a fight but because you know why because in a fight the person that wins is the one that fights harder right you can you can have you have somebody else who has bigger muscles right but but if, but if, but if the other guy is like out to kill him, right? Like it's it's, it's a fighting for his uh, you know family or whatever it is, right? So then, then then he'll win. Meaning so so, Gibor 
is Gvura, right? Again, it ties into Ezu Gibor, Hakovish Yasitro, again, it's the same concept of, of determination, right? Determination doesn't make you smart. And doesn't give you a lot of money. It doesn't, 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 what? In fact, it's usually the opposite. Is it? You're usually running into something that's not smart and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, okay, so we have those three are the basics. And now, says the Midrash like this. Says the Midrash, you know when this is, that that's when it's a gift from Hashem with the Koach of the Torah. But if a person gets it himself from his own determination to get these things, then he's going to lose it all. Like the Pasuk says, um, Shafti were eight takas a shamish, causing a kahel as I said, and I saw under the sun, Kilo Likalim Hamiruts is not to the light footed one, is the running, Velo Ligiborim Hamilchama, and not to the mighty ones, is the war, Vagam Lolachamim Lechem, and not to the smart ones, is, is, is their bread. Want to go into that right now? Why? What friends do with it? The gamlo lunevonim osher, not to clever ones, uh, riches. The gamlo liyodim chain, and not to the um, knowing ones, is their grace. Kiase vepega yikra eskulam, because there's going to be a time and the incidents is going to happen to all of them that they're all going to lose these things that they have. So the Midrash is telling us that who is Shlomo talking about? He's talking about people that acquired it themselves. But if it was given to them by Hashem through the Torah, we have to quote what that means through the power of the Torah, then they're not going to lose it. What's the concept? The Torah, says the Maral, means the Seder Olam. Torah is what tells us is the blueprint for the world. If what you have, if it's in the blueprint, it's in the blueprint, it means it's natural. It's a part of the system. It's a part of the way that things are designed to work. Something that is designed to be this certain way, then it stays that way. But if something is artificially kept in a certain state, which is not designed, not natural, it's not supposed to be that way in its roots. And then guess what happens the moment, the moment you can no longer keep on propping it up, falls down. So, yeah, can a person, can a person reach some of these things himself? If he really wants them, yes. But is he going to see long-term Hatzlacha with it? Answer is only if it's, if it's a gift from Hashem. Now what is this, what is the Chemdas Ha'olam? The Chemdas Ha'olam is seeing the kiss of Hashem behind this thing. I mean, seeing that, that Hashem has blessed me in this regard. There's three basic parts to me. My physical self, my spiritual self, 
with my emotional self and, and I see that Hashem has endowed me with a blessing in one of these areas. So I can live a life of, 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 of happiness, of feeling, of feeling tremendously blessed by Hashem because I have that. Whereas a person that he, that he, lose, that he gets it from his own drive, but really it wasn't in the cards, really Hashem wasn't opening the doors for him. Then the moment that the artificial force is released is going to go away. It says the morale, that's what the Pasuk says in Yirmiyahu. Very Gishmaka Pasuk. Ko Amar Hashem. This is what Hashem says. Al Yis Halel Chacham Bechachmoso. Let a Chacham not um, be happy. Let's translate it like that. With his with his chachma, with his wisdom, and let not a strong one be happy with his strength. And don't have a rich person be happy with his wealth, which are the three gifts that we're talking about. The three gifts. Why? Rather, with this, a person should be happy. Be smart and know me. It seems like a little bit of a non sequitur. You're telling me not the Chokhmah, not the Gvura, not the Osher, rather, know me. It's like a big non sequitur. Says the moral, no, 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 it's not a non sequitur. Saying, rather, in these three things, know me. Means if, if you are rich in money, or if you are have a chokhmah, or if you are a gibor, then you should be rejoicing in knowing Hashem, in seeing the Yad Hashem in your life that you have these things that's that's what that's what uh, a person should be should be should be uh, happy with but the things by themselves if, if it's artificially made then call a musib gorea if you're grabbing for something that's not really meant for you fucker it person will lose that thing he's gonna maybe even lose everything that's the we, we said that last time from the Giborn Sultan. Okay. Any questions? Great question. I think the point is that when you see Hashem open doors for you, you know, if every, if you have to kick down one door after the other, right, and having to cut people out and having to do all sorts of things, it's not, right, then then, then, it's, then it's, it's not right. But if, but if opportunities are being presented, good, clean, honest uh, opportunities of uh, are being presented to a person, then then it's uh, then that means that uh, it's, it's being sent to you.
that the same with is that the, be the same with uh, the law, which one of these I think you can tell. Usually, usually you can tell.